Mike. Thank you for joining us at the Game On App podcast brought to you by the Game On App. Today we have Stephanie joining us again to talk about some interesting transitional topics. Yes. We have weather transitions, life transitions, all types of transitions in our Going lives. Going to the next grade or level of school transitions for mm-hmm. a lot of students right now, starting back in, most students are starting back in school right now in August, some in September, but that's a big, scary time for a lot it of is. kids, adolescents, toddlers, college students, I don't know, adults. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was transitioning, yeah, from college into adult life is mm-hmm. really challenging. I always think in my experience, the biggest transition is from high school to college or after high school, mm-hmm. because for 13 years, 12 to 13 years, you've had somewhat of a structure in your life. Right. You're told when to go to school, when things are due. And then when you go to college, if you go to college, the times that you're actually going to class is by choice. And you don't start at the typical time. You don't right. have eight-hour, five-days-a-week classes yeah. that you would have. So I find that kind of brings a lot of chaos in and of itself. Definitely. It's a it's a very big um, new experience where rather than someone saying, you have to be here at this time, it's mm-hmm. like, well, if you are not going to get yourself up to go, you're going you're gonna to be missing out on a whole, whole opportunity that's going to excel your life yeah. if that's your choice and where you want to take it. The, so the younger students that, I, that I've worked with, I, this is actually a really common conversation I have with mm-hmm. students when they come into school or starting um, uh, in high school. Um, mainly is this the experiences that I've had working with new students going to a new level of school. And in ninth grade, it's terrifying because you just came from yeah. elementary and middle school. And then I feel like most adolescent movies are geared towards high school students True. and they show these wild high school experience or, or scary high school experiences. And then you just have this like video running through your mind of what it's going to be like. And yeah. it's trying to anticipate, how am I going to handle it? How am I going to handle finding new friends? If I'm going to a new school or how am I going to handle all this new, ho- big, scary homework? But yeah. one of the most common things I talk to um, students going into ninth grade is you've done this before. This is not, yeah. Um, this is not the first time you've transitioned from one stage of your life to the next. Mm -hmm. You know, the first time you went into elementary school, you transitioned to first grade. The first time you went to sixth grade, if that's how your schooling system works as the next level to middle school, you transitioned from from fifth to primary to secondary education. Exactly. And to just kind of, because when you're in the new experience, you're, you have like tunnel vision and you're, and you feel that like anxiety, um, excitement, fear, anticipation, worry. And it's, it kind of sucks you in and to have someone kind of go, well, hold on, let's take a minute and step back, take a deep breath and look at what, what we're going through right now. We're going through another transition. We've done this before. You've gone through that transition before. Think back to, you didn't know how to do, um, middle school for the first time, but you figured it out. Yeah. We are supposed to go through exciting, scary transitions. This is all part of the process. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be okay if you, if you take those times to go, wait, that's right. I can build on the the experiences that I've had before and say, wait, I've done this and I can get through it. Um, And so having someone to even talk to about that, I I would really recommend that if, if you have a, a student or a child going into, into any new level of schooling or even just starting school again after being away from summer for so long, Mm -hmm. 
the, if they find someone that they can talk to about this and know that they're not going through it alone, um, I, literally every student in that seat is going <laughs> through the same thing, but we all hide it so well. Mm-hmm. So students and myself, even when I'm in a new setting, I think, oh, wow, they've got, they've got it together. Look, they know what they're doing. No, we're all just really good at making it look like we know what we're doing. So we're all kind of in this scary new setting together. Mm-hmm. So coming into a new phase, it's just reminding students and, and people that, You've done these new transitions before and, and build on on that, like remind yourself, oh, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And what's interesting, going back to what you were saying about pop culture showing mm-hmm. the <laughs> images and media messages of what high school is supposed to be and really push down in their face that this is the most important time in your life. And if right. you mess up during this time, it's going to change the trajectory of your life. That in and of itself, there's this implicit um, expectation mm-hmm. that we have to follow suit. It's like, well, if I don't do well in ninth grade, it's going to mess up my GPA to then 10th, 11th, 12th, and I'm not going to go to a good school. And if I don't go to a good school, I'm not going to get a good job. And then it, the snowball effect then starts to really increase. But I know when I was in high school, the pressure felt so, so big. Mm-hmm. And I talked to my counselor at, at my school and their recommendation was, well, maybe you need to go to therapy. I'm like, are there other recommendations? <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just overwhelmed. And, you know, years later now working in this profession, mm-hmm. I think that's what they only knew what, how to help mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, let's look at your entire schedule because there are ways that we can help our children and our adolescents and our youth into supporting them with what their needs are right. because it may feel overwhelming in the moment, but that doesn't necessarily mean they can't manage what's happening. Right. So the way they can manage it is, well, what are you currently taking on? Are you taking on too much mm-hmm. in traditional um, academic structure here in the States? We have students going to school for six, eight hours at a time. And if they're involved in any extracurricular activities, that consumes additional time Mm -hmm. in their day. So when do they have time for friends, homework, uh, family, and other activities in their life? Mm -hmm. So that just feels like a lot. And what do we do? How can we help the families be cognizant of their children's needs and expectations? Yes, there is this message then like, oh, well, they're young and they're viable and they can handle it. But they can also break. And yeah. we want to prevent people from getting to a point where they're going to break. Yeah. Recognizing and being okay with the fact of sometimes we can push people too hard. Yeah. And sometimes we have to kind of go, okay, especially as, as parents, a lot of times when I'm speaking with parents, the experience is, well, your my child probably is probably blocking your mic. Sorry, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hitting your chest. Sorry. <laughs> Yes, uh, oftentimes, ASMR, sorry, ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oftentimes, don't you a child is so very can be very different mm-hmm. than a parent, oh. and the experience that maybe you went through in high school, maybe you were the kind of person who got up really early in the morning and you loved school and you wanted everything that that school was offering and you fit in the way school structure works, and that transition for you went well, mm-hmm. and then when you when your kid goes to school and they're kind of struggling with figuring out how to handle this whole new thing because maybe they don't fit in that structure the same way yeah. that you did and maybe they don't get up at 5 a.m and start their morning and you know 
I think it's really hard sometimes for parents and students to understand each other because it's been such a long time oftentimes yeah. since a, a parent has been in, let's say, elementary, middle school, high school, or even college. Well, a really long time. <laughs> right. And well, depending on when you have kids and that, that, diff, that separation of time makes a big impact. And if you're just different people, if you function and handle stress different ways. So what I would, what I often ask of parents is to be open that your kids and your children may function and handle stress differently than you do. That doesn't mean you can't show them the way. And obviously you model how you handle it, but just being open to going, Oh, let's, let's, for myself, maybe recognize that I might not have to push them the exact same way that I do. And that could go whatever direction you handle your own self. But one of the, I want to go really quickly to one of the activities that I sometimes do with um, a young client when they feel kind of out of control in a transition period is I like to have them do like a what's in my control, out of my control exercise. And sometimes I'll just list I'll just have them list down like, okay, let's start from the basics. Like what things are actually in your control? And you can do this with your kids. You can do this with yourself. Like what types of things are actually in your control? Basic, like I control when I stand up. Mm-hmm. I control when I take a shower. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe your parents dictate that. But if you're in the scenario where that is something, I control if I put my hair in a ponytail or if I wear it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I control how many times I drink water throughout the day. Like. If you actually start to list out all of the things in your day that you actually have choice in, that you actually have control of, that can oftentimes bring just a sense of calm and collectiveness that when you feel very scattered in a new transition, that it doesn't, nothing has changed in the world. It's just changing where your mind, what your mind is focusing on to look at exactly. It's bringing your perspective to focusing on, oh, that's right. I have these consistent things in my life that I can I can be in control of that. I, that I can kind of, my brain can go, Oh, okay. There are some things that it's not completely out of my control. Mm-hmm. So just having, it can be a list. It can be a, vo- a voice memo. It can be whatever format you want, but just taking the time to move your, your mind from not feeling in control and looking at all the big new things to going, wait, what do I have control over? And kind of moving through that lens. So you can take a breath and like, feel like you can take a step forward. What's interesting is, you know, this is a discussion for parents. Um, in my experience, the biggest indicator of how your teenage adolescent is going to be to really look back during their toddler years, mm-hmm. because when your child goes from infancy to toddler, there is a huge transition. They start walking, they start talking, they become more independent, they're more autonomous. Mm-hmm. And how you've structured discipline and routine during those years, formative years, really indicate how that's going to be during that like preteen, teenage years. Right. So when a toddler throws a tantrum and you're like, no, no, no. And then just, you can easily physically pick them up and redirect them. Most of the time. Not always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, if that's possible, yes. Um, and for an adolescent, mm-hmm. you know, if, because it's pretty common that they get frustrated, slam doors, yell. Um, but it's how you've already placed what the expectation is and how to discipline in a way. And I heard this beautiful thing one time from this one priest that discipline comes from the word disciple mm-hmm. and it's really to lead and not be punitive. Mm-hmm. So I really think about it from that perspective. Like you want to lead how to teach your children and not necessarily punish them for their behaviors. Yeah. 
I do want to. Whole other fun <laughs> so I do want to mention that today's podcast once again is brought to you by the Game On app. Please follow us at all social media at the Game On app and visit our website at thegameonapp.com. So, well, wrapping this up, the idea of transitions yeah. is it's. Uh, I like to take it back to is just where where your mind is what your mind is focusing on at the time and trying to remember that um taking moments to pause yourself when you feel out of control or you feel nervous or you feel highly anxious about something new coming up which is normal by the way that's we're supposed to feel a whole other fun topic we're supposed (laughs) to feel anxiety that's literally how we keep ourselves safe in life yeah so just remember you're allowed to pause you're allowed to you're allowed to take time and go let me reassess what's going on. I'm feeling very, whatever elevated. this, ele- yeah, yeah, whatever this elevated feeling that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. is. Take a moment to check in with yourself, and you can literally go, "Am I okay right now? Mm-hmm. Whew, okay, my heart's really racing. Oh man, that doesn't feel good. Okay, my hands are sweating. Okay, um, I guess I'm feeling maybe anxious, nervous. All right, school just started. Let me see who I can reach out to for support. Let me see who in my family, or if not my family, my friends, or some people don't have family or friends that they feel like they can reach out to. And going, that's the hope is that at your Mm -hmm. school, please know for anyone, whether you're in school and listening to this, or whether your kid is in school and you know that you don't really have a great relationship with them, but you're worried about them in school, school systems are getting much better at providing mental health support and just counseling services and safe that kind people. of safe people. Exactly. And yeah. teachers are safe people. It doesn't have to just be the counselor, but know that there are always resources and people available to offer support. If you're a well, if you're willing to go and ask for it and seek it out. And if you're the parent and you have your, you know, that your kid is looking for that type of support, please ask around. You might get many no's and that's okay. Because of, I remember hearing from a salesperson, one more no is one step closer to a yes. So mm-hmm. keep asking for that support. Keep asking for that help. You'll get it eventually. I also want to say for parents and also for adolescents listening is that you're more resilient than you think. Yes. So this idea that you're this broken, oh my gosh, the world is like so hard. We have it in us to really work through that like you said, when we first started, you've been through this before. Mm-hmm. It just feels different because you're in a different situation and yeah. the environment is different, but you've gone through transitions. Mm-hmm. So putting that into perspective that you, we have it in us and we don't want to enable our children to feel that they're incapable of doing things. Right. And that does actually happen a lot. So, yeah. and because it's the fear parents, of the parents, exactly. Parents too, please know that there's also plenty of resources that are available for parenting classes or even online. There's great websites that offer parenting support and even going to therapy. You can have, you can have therapy sessions with your, your child. And if you're feeling like, Oh, I really, I'm not sure how to support them, but I want even maybe work on a relationship and help them with their new transition to school or whatever the transition may be. There, there's definitely um, resources available for, for everyone. Yeah. And for, well, yeah, for most people. <laughs> well, there, there are, <laughs> there are resources for everyone. But for parents in this, just put yourself in a situation of where, when you started a new job or when you first, um, bought your first car, or if you ever became a homeowner, those like big, exciting, overwhelming things 
and you were going back and forth, is this the right thing? Is it not? Because these are investments in yourself. And that's sort of how the perspective to look at with your children, like this is something that they're investing in themselves, but you don't want to give them um, a handout to everything because we want to be able to make sure that they have the skills to do the things that you're doing now. And if you're constantly chasing after them and reminding them, then they're going to be enabled to do that for the rest of their lives. And we want to, we want to kind of (laughs) let them fly the coop at some point. It's a good point. We are meant, we are supposed to struggle. Yeah. We are supposed to get through moments and kind of fumble a little bit Mm -hmm. because that's how we learn the skills to pick ourselves back up. Yeah. Going back to like toddlers, you know, if you're constantly hovering around them as they're learning to walk, they're really not going to actually walk a distance. Mm -hmm. They're always going to look for you or hold on something. I know one parent, parents are always excited when their kids take their first step, but when they start running, it's a whole other Mm -hmm. source. No, that's that's just, oh my gosh, it's not safe. And they want to confine them in a space. So that same concept of wanting them to take their first steps, but being safe about it is really important on how we work on transition. Mm -hmm. It's okay. This is, it's hard for everyone. And we're here to tell you that this is completely normal, what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And we, ourselves, there are people out there, like I said, safe people. And it doesn't, we just, this is normal. It's Mm -hmm. not hard. And it can be hard perspective if we make it hard, Mm -hmm. but it's only temporary. That's a thing I have to remind myself often. This is temporary. (laughs) It's temporary. Um, so we do want to thank you. Thanks again, Stephanie, for joining. Thank you. So for nice to me. see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank everyone for listening to the Game On App what, uh, podcast, not website, but join us at uh, listen to all our podcasts on uh, either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will see you soon. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Game On App podcast. Please join us every Saturday and tune in to a new episode. And don't forget, when the game stops, it's not game over, but game on.